Papa here at Food FM. We love to celebrate food stories from around the world. Next, we're joined by Barine Sauls, the owner of Tessa Larsdal Wine, who shares her story. I'm Barine Sauls. I'm the owner of Tessa Larsdal Wines. Tessa Larsdal Wines is a business that I started in 2014, late 2014, with the first pressing of Tessa Larsdal Pinot Noir in uh, 2015. But my story is I am from Tesselarstal, which is a small village in the Overberg between the Yemel and Arde and Caledon. It's got a unique history. It's where Johannes Tesselar, he was a captain in the Dutch army and he left his property to his then freed slaves when he died in 1810. So I'm a descendant of those slaves and my parents still live there. When I matriculated or finished school, I came to the Yemelin Arda Valley and started working as an au pair to Anthony Hamilton Russell's children on Hamilton Russell Vineyard. And that is basically where my wine journey started. Yeah, I was fresh out of school. I was 18 years old and um, I don't think I was the perfect au pair. <laughs> so um, Anthony said, look, you're bright, you know, this au pair thing isn't working. Why don't you start in the office and assist the marketing manager, Restalita Engelbrecht. I was very ambitious. I'm a quick learner, hard worker. I think my traits is I'm a quick thinker and a plan maker really. So when I got to the office, I basically asked um, Anthony and Talita, you know, I see you sell wine here. Why do people pay so much for wine? I come from a beer drinking community, a community where they abused alcohol. It didn't really have a worth. You didn't really pay much for it. And this was something new to me. And also the class associated um, with the wine. It was very intriguing. So Anthony suggested that I ask the winemaker and the viticulturist that time in 2001, if I can assist them and see the process and get an understanding of, of the wine process. But it was March already. So I was like a month too late uh, for the harvest. So I started doing the wine admin and certification pulling samples for certification with Kevin Grant, who was the winemaker then, and immediately went into the logistical side of things. So I assisted with the bottling. I started operating the forklift. I got a team of six ladies to assist me with the labeling. So I started running like the wine stores, um, uh, all the packaging, labeling, um, everything associated with that. Uh, In that same year, I also did three months in the tasting room because the tasting room lady quit that year and also assisted on the wine shows. And in that year, basically moved on to the export logistics, which I'm still doing on Hamilton Russell Vineyards today. I started assisting with the harvests from 2002, and I was also selected um, as a person of color in 2003 to attend the International Wine and Spirits Fair in London. A seller can nominate the person of color and then WhatsApp basically pay for you for the week to fly to um, London and attend that show. That show to me was probably the biggest one that I've ever seen in my life. I personally thought there was like over a thousand wine producers. If I can think back that time, everyone asked, you know, it was my first international trip. And, you know, how was it? I think I was still stunned like a week after. To stand out from the rest is really the quality of your wine. To make sure you have quality grapes, quality soils, quality of your wine. And that to me was just like, okay, this, this is what it should be. This is how people recognize you. This is how people look you up. And it was quite good because being on Amazon, and Russell Vineyards and basically being taught here about wine and uh, getting the wine experience and the harvest experience, all that added to in 2014 to Anthony saying, look, Marine, you've got no more place to grow here. 
why don't you make a barrel of wine in our cellar together with winemaker Emil Ross? But you have to get your own grapes, get your own company registered. So I set off to look for grapes. Eventually got grapes from La Verge Babylon Vineyards, which is in the Yemelan Arder Ridge. Went and selected a block. And I, myself, winemaker Emil Ross and two other students went to pick the first vintage of Tesla Sao in 2015. We got off just about a ton and pressed Tesla Sao. I basically do the, the physical work. Emil is the real mastermind behind the winemaking scene. And I was actually so proud with that first harvest of Tesla Sao. I can tell you that I was nervous. I had an adrenaline rush and I was excited so it was like a, a mixed emotion type of thing and we bottled that wine in January 2016 I released it in February 2016 um, the wine was recognized or tasted first by master of wine uh, Greg Sherwood and he posted his, his uh, views and commentary and course on that wine I was inundated with emails and requests globally and in South Africa every high-end restaurant requesting Tesla style. Yeah, it was just an instant success. I mean, I sold out basically a week after um, the release. The private clients that bought on the first release still religiously buys every year the new vintages. And I currently export to seven markets. After five vintages of the Pinot Noir, I added uh, Chardonnay. Um, and the 2020 is now the second vintage of the Chardonnay. And to expand my business, I bought 16 hectares of property last year, November, to plant Pinot Noir and Chardonnay grapes. <laughs> So if you want to know what I'm doing when I'm not in the office, I'm actually on the property guiding diggers and stuff for profile holes. I already have a borehole on there, but the water is a bit salty. So yeah, now I need to purify water and it's all exciting new stuff. You're listening to Food FM.